Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. Well, welcome everybody to this episode of Brilliant Disciple Makers Podcast. I am here joined with Pastor John Pierce. How are you today? Uh, doing great, Dan. Love love joining with you and getting lots of excellent feedback on this podcast, which is great. We're trying to help people become great group leaders, to follow up new Christians well and to make disciples well. And uh, the feedback I'm getting has been very encouraging. So for those of you who are giving feedback, thank you. Encourage you to subscribe, to share this content with others. And if you like it, it's great if you can make comments or or review uh, on Spotify and podcast and Podbean. So thank you. Lots of great feedback coming in about that last episode. And I thought I'd ask you, Pastor John, just to recap episode two uh, for those who haven't heard it yet what was the big idea and big takeaway great well we were, we were chatting really the whole idea we're wanting to help people to be brilliant disciple makers we've defined a disciple is a fully yep. immersed fully surrendered follower of jesus and that we're all moving progressively towards that and the spirit of a disciple maker is to get alongside people and to yes. really not come over the top of them, not tell them what to do, but to walk with them, to take them under your wing. And probably for me, the number one key to being a brilliant disciple maker is prayer. Uh, I know I right. need God's heart and I need his help. And so we ask our disciple makers, our group leaders, our uh, our new Christian support people, myself, I to pray every day um, specifically for the people that we're making disciples so that we're praying for them, we're praying for their needs, we're praying with them when we can, we're letting them know we're praying for them so that we keep God's heart and this is not something we're doing in our own strength but we're doing it out of a place of prayer. Paul says, Timothy, first of all, before you do anything else, pray. So that's great instruction for us. So powerful. Love is the motivator. Prayer is the foundation. And, you know, here at C3 Powers, as we talk about for all those sport lovers, we follow something called ESPN. Come on, ESPN. And so, come on. Come on, Carlton. And yeah, um, yeah. just thought I'd get it in comp. there. My tipping comp this year is an ESPN app I'm using with some guys at my boot camp. So, that's it, a good reminder. <laughs> So we did cover P, which was prayer, but today we're going to lean into E, which stands for encouragement. And I'd love to ask Pastor John, why is encouragement important in being a disciple maker? Uh, look, I think encouragement, it's the its the atmosphere of a disciple maker. Again, I'm really wanting to make sure we move people's mindset away that it you know, because often we hear a dis- disciple is disciplined. So we move people right. away from the idea that a disciple maker is a disciplinarian who's disciplining others. It's not about yeah. disciplining others. I discipline myself. Paul says I discipline myself. I'd, so the the key of being a disciple maker is to create an atmosphere that people want to walk into, that they want to walk alongside of you, that they feel right. great that you're connecting with them and you earn their trust by being an encourager. Dan, you're an excellent encourager. It's a great reputation that you have, that you're always Thank encouraging you. people. And I think that when you're an encourager, it opens people's hearts so that, the, one, the love of God can flow into them. Yes. Two, God's thoughts towards them that they might not have can flow towards them. And then it 
it helps us to build a trust, a credibility to really point people more towards Jesus, towards the Word of God, towards the, the steps that they need to take as a disciple. So, so encouragement is really pivotal. And I think probably if we were to go, well, what, is, what does that look like in terms of encouragement? Yeah. I, love, I love what Jesus did uh, when he met, you know, as he was making his disciples. So he would, for example, Simon, who became Peter, the way yeah. Jesus spoke to him was he spoke to his potential. He renamed him. So in those times, a person's name was a very significant. So Simon meant reed who would bend easily. Peter meant rock. Mm. And so Jesus literally renamed him so that he could reset his mindset about himself and his destiny. And I think great disciple makers, they speak to people based on the call of God, the destiny in them, rather than mm. what they're not doing. They speak to who they can become. And that's a that's a real key part of being a disciple maker. Out of prayer, I'm seeing who can this person become and help yes. me speak that over them and encourage them uh, along those lines. So I, so that that's probably the the scriptural kind of basis. Jesus as yeah. the example, speak to people's potential. So I think encouragement. I think it's got a few different keys to it. This is this is just the three that I think of immediately. I think encouragement is always sincere. So it needs yeah. to be, you know, not over the top, uh, not flattery. I'm not saying stuff to try and win people over towards me. It has mm. to be genuine. It has to be sincere. Uh, it has to be specific. So I think, yes. you know, it's one thing to go, Dan, you're a, you're a flipping great bloke. Good on you, mate. You're a great bloke. <laughs> I like you. You're good. You know, that's, that's general. But if I say, Dan, one of the things I love about you is that you've got a genuine passion for people and it exudes out of you and you can sense that you really do love people. So that's a specific yes. encouragement rather than you're a good bloke. So I think that it doesn't necessarily come naturally to everybody, but working towards yes. that, and we can chat about how to do that. So that's specific. And the third thing is to, and it's a bit of what we chatted about before, but really focus on people's strengths. So yeah, as a that. disciple maker, sometimes you can see people's challenges or their weaknesses or what they're not doing well, but great disciple making and great encouragement is actually, I can see this strength in you. And I'm pulling that yeah. out by, I'm calling it out by saying, man, I love that you, you're a punctual person, or I love that you're a prayerful person. Or I love that when you, when you walk into the room, everybody, the, the room lifts and you change the atmosphere. And that's, so that's training ourselves to notice what people yes. are good at and to specifically encourage them on those. So not training us, you know, we can all see what where people aren't doing so well, ourselves or others. So that's a that's kind of a lifting up our eyes. So I'd say that be very sincere, be specific and and be focused towards people's strengths. And I don't know, Dan, what do you what do you reckon? Are people are they naturally wired this way or is it something that people have to grow in? What do you think? Great question. I, I I believe that for some people listening, you do have a gift of encouragement. Right, and, it's a spiritual gift. You know, I've found that many people, that it's a spiritual gift. It does come naturally. But I would say for most people who don't have that as a spiritual gift, it is something that we need to grow grow in. We need to right. uh, be intentional and focus yes. and get better at. And I, I really good. believe that, you know, some of these things, as we focus on it, we can you grow in it and and for example for me i have a mantra in my head if yep. i see it say it and right. so that's something i've had to intentionally do to grow in this is every time i see something good 
I want to then say it. I don't want to just go, oh, one day I'll say it. No, if I see it, I'll say yeah. it. And so I, I believe that for all of That's us, we can mantra. always become a better encourager. We can take that a step. And even if it is our gifting, we still need to grow in it, I believe. Well, hundred uh, percent. I think, and I think that's like the prayer thing: praying for people. Once you kind of schedule it, I'm praying for people every day. Yes, I might miss it, yeah. But I, I, it's that important that I'm going to do that every day. So I think uh, I know, as a, you know, because I didn't grow up in an atmosphere or an environment where where encouraging words was a big thing. Uh, I kind of, right. I think it's in me a little bit, but I've really had to work at it. And things things like right. writing writing birthday cards and not just going, "Dear Dan, happy birthday from John." But but yeah. really going okay, hey Dan, here's three things that I really love about you, or in our family culture, sitting around the uh, for birthdays, we would go around the table and everyone would say, "What's three things that you love about Jackson, or three things that you love about Mum?" And that's been an so intentionalization good. of an encouragement culture to make us look for the strengths and to call them out in people. So, and then I think it's actually it could be as simple as I've got reminders on my phone. Uh, yes. You know, and yeah. maybe someone's going to say, well, I'm praying for for five people every day and I'm going to encourage one person every day and I remind I myself and keep myself accountable until it becomes second nature. So you've got to discipline yourself to do things until it becomes the way you think and operate. So. And that's so often the case as leaders. We, uh, we, we recognize something we need to grow in and we have to bring our focus and as you said, it becomes second nature. And I, I remember, Pastor, and I heard this saying, and it really impacted me, that discouragement is the most worn out tool in the enemy's toolbox. Wow. And I have wow. found that people are so discouraged, and that's why I love the power of encouragement, to put courage in. And so I flipped that on its head. And for me, I'm so passionate about this, that encouragement should be our most used tool in love our it. toolbox. Love to that. become and you know, not just to do encouragement to but to become an encouraging leader. Yes. Is it's so life changing for people. And and I think you said something very wise there, Pastor John. For some this will be natural. For others they will need to to grow in this. I'd love to ask you, how how should we encourage people? What are a few practical tips for group leaders listening right now or disciple yep. makers who want yep. to grow in it? Really good. Well, look, there's a variety of ways that we can encourage people, uh, and I think we should use them all. So Great. Uh, it can be writing notes, it can be texts, it can be face-to-face, it can be phone yeah. calls, it can be emails. There's all the world of social media. Just to comment on someone's post is a really good habit of an encourager to just, you know, wow, you look amazing or congratulations or or not just HBD on their birthday, but happy birthday. I love that, blat, blat, blat. So, you know, there's some things I, I, I do. I mean, let me ask you, Dan, I, you're one of the guys I pray for every day and you and Ebony and I, my, I yeah. purposefully try to encourage you. What do I do? Uh, you, you're so great at it. And I, I remember there was actually a moment in the middle of our lockdown and I just was in a pretty discouraged place. I actually remember that morning just praying like, oh God, can I make it? <laughs> can, right. Am I going to get through this? Right. I was in that place and all of a sudden on my uh, phone, I get a, a filmed recording of Pastor John. So you had actually just filmed yourself and it was about yep. 60 seconds long. It was, I could tell you had just prayed for me mm-hmm. and it was out of prayer. You just encouraged Ebony and I. And can I tell you, Pastor John, that in that moment, I literally just started to cry as you were sharing it. Mm-hmm. and. 
it brought so much courage to my soul that day. And I actually believe probably for the next two months, nearly every day I'd watch that video again wow. and I could just feel courage rising in me. And so that's something I have really learnt from you. I think that's something, and, and when I put that into practice, it doesn't take that lot, like, you know, to right. film myself for two minutes and to right. send it to someone, that's two minutes of our time as a leader, but that can just be a game changer. Yes. Uh, but in other seasons, you've called me, you've texted me, you've written me cards, uh, you've you've uh, shouted me out in front of other people and other yes. leaders. And, hey, that's you know, there's good. different ways, but honestly, every time it has been very sincere and specific. And I don't think I'd still be here today if it wasn't for your encouragement in those moments. Well, that that's awesome, Dan. Thank you. And I think that's the, that's the heartbeat of what we all want to be. Now, whether that's the brand new Christian that you're walking alongside knowing, we don't know that the enemy is trying to pull them back into temptation. We don't know the discouragement mm. they're facing it in their home life or those people who are part of our connect group who haven't been for three months and you're feeling you really just want to Come on, guys, get your butt yes. to connect group, would you? Or why aren't you coming to church? You 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 want it, but you know that that that's not the way people respond. The the way we, that we do it is we encourage them and and we love them and and I think mm. I you just picked a, t- a thing that I do that's very helpful for me, and that is Great. after after prayer. So I have prayed for you. I am feeling the spirit of God. I am feeling God's heart for you. Yes. And so whether it's just taking a minute of a video message of myself, whether it's a lot of uh, phones, you can actually do a voice recording and send it, mm. and it just goes through. And I think uh, not too long. I wouldn't want to be more than a minute or minute and a half. But again, specific, mm. anointed. Sometimes I almost feel like I'm prophesying over someone when I do yes. that because that's the the presence of God's on it, and and so that's the joy of connecting prayer and encouragement to it. So you, you've got to work it. I love John Cameron in his book talked about, who's a great leader, about how he used to write on cards for phone calls that he'd make to people, scripts, things like, you're an incredible person. I'm so grateful for you. And so he would just teach him, uh, teach himself and have phrases so that he'd be on the phone regularly calling people. And that's what that's what great disciple makers do. They, they, they make sure contact is at a premium, not just every now and yes. then at a premium. I, I had a pastor in the early phases. It's actually a guy called Jeff Frankham, who's a pastor of a C3 church. And he was my right. high school principal. And I remember in year 11, I must have prophesied in a meeting and I just specifically remember him coming up and he called the call of God out in me and just said, that was just, uh, that was so powerful what you just did. You've got a gift in this area. I can see God's going to use you. And it's amazing, a specific strength focused compliment that called me up to something and spoke destiny into my life is a really, really powerful moment. I had another moment where a pastor when our church first got our building, our first rented building, which is a real breakthrough. And I just sat down and had a coffee with him. And he he just said to to me, you know what? I'm just so proud of you. And I almost cried. I just, it just really, it's like, oh man, I needed to hear that. And that's become one of my expressions. I know it's one of your expressions. I'm so proud of you. And I think that's, you can only say I'm proud of you, I think, if you're actually a, a kind of significant figure in someone's world. Yeah. So that yes. you're, you know, you are their leader in, and they look up to you. But I think those kind of phrases are really very, very powerful. That's a great practical thought. And can I just share as we finish, this is probably one of my favorite things about being a leader 
is the privilege of getting to encourage people, to speak life over people. And I believe for all the disciple makers listening, let's never underestimate the power of our words. One encouragement to someone can change their life. And as we close here, Pastor John, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, let's let's anchor this in a scripture in Hebrews 10, 25. It talks about not giving up meeting together as some are doing, but encouraging one another or stimulating on. one another to love and good deeds. So this should be the practice of not just leaders, but the whole New Testament church that we're Amen. looking to encourage one another to gather together and to put courage in one another. So it's a and we do this as disciple makers. We lead by example to create a culture of encouragement. So brilliant, Dan. It's been great chatting. I love this. So powerful. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We can't wait for you to join us again in two weeks. Let's continue to be brilliant disciple makers. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pitts. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast.